Yeah, yo, I've been noticing the fucking frogs ever since we fucking took those two out. I feel like they've been like, and there's babies, like little ones. At, at Effie's house, there were only the big ones. I fucking, so last night I get in bed, and I'm like, yo, like the yard's all fenced in. I don't want to deal with these fucking things. Oh, yeah. So I was putting in like how to get rid of them, if there's like a company, if there's anything you do. Gas them. Yeah, most of it was like catch them, put them in a Ziploc bag, and put them in the refrigerator. It's just fucking, that's like, they say it's like, like humane. Like sleep or something? Yeah, like you, you put some holes in the bag so they can still breathe, or like if it's a container, and then just put it in a cold area, and they fucking, they just, you know, fade out. But I saw this home remedy. They said sprinkle, like when you're done with your coffee, brewing coffee, and we drink, we make a pot every day. Yeah. Sometimes two, to sprinkle it around the, like the area you don't want them. So I just did it before, and I have another thing to. So I started on that fence, and we just keep doing the whole area. I, I guess like the the coffee grounds. Yeah, they end up like coming like pneumonia or whatever. Or ammonia. They fucking they don't like the smell or whatever. I thought you were talking about like having them overdose on fucking caffeine. No. <laughs> Dude, when I used to when I used to make pills, one of my jobs was to like mill the caffeine, like the basically like I think it's close to pretty much pure caffeine, and it's. It's amazing stuff, dude. And the what light, does it look like? Is it it looks white? like crystal. It looks like neon green. Fucking crystals. Like if you were to look at like if you were to think like what maybe meth looks like, like you know yeah. called ice. Yeah, I know it, what meth looks like. It's like uh, <laughs> no, it's like I see break. It's yeah. like snowflakes basically, but it's like crystals and it's like it's got this green hint to it. It's pretty. It's pretty sick. And so I would put it through a mill. And I'd be having my respirator on and everything. And dude, I would take in so much caffeine that I would go home that night and I, I'd be wired until like really? four in the morning, yeah. So this is stupid, but so when, I never knew this, and I, when, I guess it is really stupid, but I'm gonna say it anyway. So caffeine doesn't just come naturally in like coffee beans? It's added? It does, no, no, no. Oh, okay. No, uh, th this, is, this is when you're adding it into dietary supplements and like pre-workout and stuff like that, it's like, uh, you know, right? Like a, when they break it down, gotcha. when they extract it basically. But, um, you know, so I was, oh yeah, so today we went to school and I was doing some recon work. So oh, at the pig? Yeah. Did you see it? No, so the, one of the kids' dads in the class is a cop. And so I started Pop asking- BSO or like? I think it's Fort Lauderdale, so okay. he might be BSO. And so I, uh, you know, I was, I was asking him, I was like, so dude, what's the, what's the, like, the legalities of taking out a hog? And I showed him a, a video of it. You he sent heard. me that thing, right? Where there's no, like, you can poach the thing, right? Yeah. There's, like, no fucking... Yeah, I wanted to see what he had to say about it. What did he like, say? He's like, oh, bro. He was like, bow and arrow or a fucking slit its throat? Yeah, but to slit its throat, what, you gonna fucking try to catch that thing, you know how hard that probably is to fucking catch them? fast as fuck. Yeah. Said. But that's why we're gonna bow and arrow it, and yeah, I'm gonna bring like, the machete. And dude, if I get a, if I get close enough to that, if that thing like starts rushing me, if I sharpen my machete to the could, point- you can shoot it though too, with a regular gun. Uh, no. But it is a little crazy, and only on your property. Only on your property, not not in the neighborhoods. Okay. He, he said, he said, what, what, he said, just don't shoot it. He said, however you gotta fucking kill it, kill it. He's like, you need to trap it, then kill it, do that. That's which is smart, idea. but basically, I figure if I sharpen my machete to the point where 
it's like Kevin Costner bodyguard, yeah, yeah. where the silk yeah, just fucking. Yeah, yeah. If I take a hard whack, I think I might be able to take his whole fucking head off. Have you ever seen like uh, videos of guys shooting pigs? Yeah, from the helicopters. They don't die. They go fucking berserk. Do they? Yo, I'll probably be fucked. That one's huge, right? Dude, the one I want. Is I I've seen, I've seen. For my buddy had killed a wild boar like on his property upstate New York, and you, the things just sitting there, whatever. And you, he hit him with like a three oh eight, like a fucking serious round, and the thing went fucking butt wild, like squealing, going crazy. I mean, not attacking, but just they don't die. Like they don't just fall over, unless maybe there's a kill, like a. I'm sure, if you hit the brain or whatever. You also got to aim yeah, like, like a right deer, right right yeah, to its vitals, I'm sure. But um, I mean, dude, when I used to when I hunt dove, dove are fucking tough, son of a bitches too. The birds, oh, yeah. yeah. Dude. I mean, everyone. Whenever I hunted, I got I got a couple lucky shots in there. <clears> what did you use for that? One shot, one kill. Uh, just a shoddy uh, bird shot. I've killed doves in my a backyard in New York with pelican. I remember in the winter when all the like you know all the trees were bare. You'd see them in my backyard. Me and my boys be out there fucking around, and I've shot, I've shot dove where they one shot literally down, and there's other where I've hit a dove like four times with a lead pointed pellet, and mm -hmm. the thing's just sitting in the tree with four shots in it, and finally down. They are pretty tough. Yeah, when you hit it with a shotty and it's flying in the air, it's it's pretty normal for it to like, for you to hit it, it dip a little bit and keep flying. And you gotta find it. You fucking hit it yeah. again. Usually, took two shots for sure. It's done with the if, if you got a good shot on it. But do I guess that's the same though as a pelican, right? Because a bird shot is a million fucking pellets, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you might only get one or two. You're only hitting a couple of them. Yeah, especially depending on how far away it is and shit. But I, I remember there was a couple times that you know I never set out to go dove hunting. It was always just like. Did you eat it or just kill it? Eat it. Was it good? Oh, it's fucking delicious. Really? It's really good. Really, really good. They have them down here. Mm -hmm. I see. I've got uh, like two lovebirds. Yeah, they're always together. I know that's what's fucked up about it. They just it. hang out. Yeah, <laughs> it's like <laughs> if you, get, if you can't kill them both at the same time. I know, dude. No, I'm. He's like, someone just killed my wife. They gotta be in season, man. And you know how to cook it and everything? Yeah. Maybe so we can try that. So I was at a I was at this property when I was a kid, and I was riding quads all day. It was, it was fucking fun as shit. We're out in the middle of nowhere in the desert, and uh, this older kid that I was with, he was probably a couple years older than me. Tosses me a shotgun and he's like, It's the first day of dove season, Danny. You ready? I was just like, Fuck yeah, what's a dove? I'm thinking of like <laughs> looking nice, for a white bird. Yeah, that nice little bird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we go out, bro, and I fucking, I got the luckiest shot off to where this dude was just like, Yo, I can't believe you pulled that up. We're just sitting there like Elmer fudding it. And I, I got it on my shoulder, like fucking Dick Cheney. The bird? Cheney. Yeah, no, I got the, uh, the shot. Oh, the shot. Like Dick Cheney. And this, and this bird just fucking. Get spooked, just hops out of this bush that we're right next to, <coughs> and my ass went bop, and like, one shot. Just like wedding crashers, he's like, ah, he's like, ah, he got me, he got me. <laughs> <laughs> to the right, to the right. That's so then awesome. we, uh, yeah. So then I, I took it back. Uh, we, we, we took it back to the camp, and uh, yeah, you just shove your thumb right here on it. You just pop your thumb in the neck, in the neck, and then you rip the head off. You wait, the whole, it just detaches like that? Oh yeah, that's the perfect spot. Right here where your like, clavicle meets, they got a similar kind of breastbone right there. And you, you just shove your thumb into it and it's like, 
fucking warm, right? It's like a fucking yeah, it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like barbaric. Yeah, and, and and you pop your thumb in it, and then you just rip the head off, and then you just start defeathering it down at the river and cleaning it, and the and the meat. It, it's not a lot. It's like a duck breast almost. It's like smaller, but it's fucking bright. It's almost it almost looks like a liver. It's like dark. It's really? dark meat. Yeah, and it's delicious. We sautéed it that night in olive oil. When you cook it, is it the same texture of a liver? No, no, no. Like an organ meat? No, it's nothing like a liver. It just looks that way. Is it way. more like a chicken, like dark meat chicken? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I, I like the dark meat on turkey, chicken, and all that. And a lot of people do like uh, poppers with it. They'll, what do you mean? they'll stuff poppers. Jalapeno poppers? Yeah, so they'll, they'll take jalapenos and they'll stuff it with dove and, and whatever filling that you want. That, that's usually like, have you ever seen Meat Eater on Netflix? No. Dude, you would love it. It's yeah. fucking, it, it's a great show. I learned about it. He's like one of Joe Rogan's friends. And the dude just, he gets fucking, what, what's it called when you get, when you get a tag? Yeah, he, he like wins the lottery. Oh, water. yeah, yeah, He gets yeah, tags yeah. for like all these, he's, he's just a lifetime hunter. Mm -hmm. And that's what he does. He writes about, he's an author. He's almost like Anthony Bourdain, but hunter. Right, and minus it, the heroin. Minus the heroin, mm -hmm. maybe. And he, yeah. he, he fucking, <laughs> and, and, and so he, he travels all over the world hunts badass animals that you've never even heard of. That's cool. And then he, then he shows you how to cook them afterwards. It's the best I guess show. he has no wife or kids. Oh, he does. But yeah, dude, he'll go out on like these three-day hunts and they're like, sometimes they won't catch shit. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Though. But yeah, when they're catching like mountain goats, like mountain rams and like goats and shit, it's fucking sketchy. Yeah, well, you think, you know, you think about that, like, we're just so used to, like, program to eat what we eat, you know? And then you go to other places, you're eating like what we would consider a fucking chicken, you know, they're that's what they consider. We're looking at them like they're fucking savages, and it's just normal for them. Yeah, I bet you there's so many different things that I'd love to do that, but he did this. Kids. He did this one. It was I don't remember if it was an elk or if it was a rain. He he shot something, and he reached. He popped out the eyeball of it. I can't remember what animal it was. Disgusting. And he popped out the no. He popped out the eyeball. And he like takes his knife and he scoops out this fucking like chunk of fat that's, that's behind the eye and just eats it raw and gave it to his buddy that's with him to eat it raw. And they both were just like, holy fuck, that tastes like a cheeseburger. Like it, it was like just it's this like ridiculous- bone marrow? It was, no, it was like this amazing tasting freaking body part of this animal that you just eat raw. But he's wild, bro. He'll just sit there, he'll catch shrimp and oysters and he'll just fucking should pop him in his mouth raw when he's fishing. He just this guy that's on TV awesome. right now. I mean, it's a little. It's not as gnarly as that, but South Florida Fishing Channel, Heiko Winkler. We should tag him in this because the dude is pretty. He's pretty cool. Hell yeah, let's do it. He's been. He's from Florida. He's from Fort Lauderdale. He's bounced around. He started his channel like six years ago, and he just fit. He lives in Key Largo. And he just fishes every day. I don't know what he does for if he has like a real job or whatever. I don't Probably think he does anymore. anymore. But he has South Florida fishing gear, merch. He sells like hooks, you know, rigs, everything. Well, and he's a spearfish. Look, that's him. He's a spear fisherman. Look at him with the shark. What right kind there. of shark is that? Just, I think that's just fresher. a little nurse or little like nurse. a reef shark. But he's spearing mutton. The dude's awesome. But he literally every video. I'm sure he eats other food. But he's like, if you watch his channel, you think like this guy just survives off the land or the ocean yeah his boat is right in his backyard he goes out into the mangroves snapper fishes obviously you see him spear fishing and he fucking eats everything he also is a little 
fucking weird. Like, I don't know that I'd be able to do it, but he eats like 10 eggs every morning raw. And he gets, I don't know where he gets, I'm sure they're from like, you know, uh, like organic chicken farm or whatever, because some are blue, some are red, all different colors. Is he fucking Arnold? No, but he's he's just, he, you'll see him. He's going to come on. He's, he's fucking. Is he shredded? No, but I mean, he looks like he's in pretty good shape. I don't know how old he is, but he just eats fish and like, I mean, he drinks a little bit on the show. I don't know too much about him, but what, you, what he portrays on here, he looks just like a... It's probably not good for you to eat fish all the time, right? With the mercury? I don't know. Does that hold down here, too? Is that same with, like, ocean fish? I don't, I don't know, know if that's ocean fish. Dude, I think you have to consume... Like, if you eat a snapper a day, or... Like, certain fish hold more. I think... I think tilapia is pretty bad. I don't know all the all the... I don't think it's... There's something to carry more, for sure. <clears throat> Listen, I'll tell you this much. Guys like Islanders, like Caribbean guys, and people like this dude that just eat fish all the time... Oh, they fucking live long. They're fucking healthy. And they're they in shape. They, you know, like... They, they look like they're fucking 40 when they're And 70. if it was that bad, I don't know how you make, like, fish oil pills or whatever, but, like, every American tries to add fish oil into their diet, whereas these people are just eating it. What about that Pimp C line? I ate so many shrimp, I got iodine poisoning. I didn't see that one. Did you send that to me? No. Uh, it was Pimp C's verse and um, uh, sipping on some scissor, I think. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. But yeah, this dude is, I mean, this guy's fucking, and he's, he's right in the keys. And like every place he goes, like it, you could tell like what we're doing, just being like normal talking on a podcast. This guy's doing the same thing. He's just fishing, doing his everyday life and just filming it. And it's, uh, I mean, he does a lot of editing. You see his setup, he shows oh, yeah. you everything. Oh yeah. But it's, it's fucking cool. It, it probably takes him some time to do this, some of these videos. But it's yeah. funny as shit because he tells you, he's like, I'm not a pro or whatever. He always has problems. Like he'll go to start his boat and it doesn't start. Yeah. He'll go to do something else and it doesn't work. He went out, he paid money to be in a spear fishing tournament in uh when black grouper season opened up and mutton i think and he went to the captain's meeting the dinner did all the shit whatever and then the, it started at seven you could go in the water at 7 a.m when you i've been in fishing tournaments when they tell you 7 a.m you're at your spot you're yeah you're at your spot like at 6 59 like when can we drop the rods in you know i don't yeah. I, i'm a rod and reel but like when can we and as soon as seven hits you're you're going it was 7.15, he's on his dock at his house, like, oh, yeah, like, lollygagging. <laughs> he wanted extra energy, so he ate, like, he went to Publix and got, like, a sushi, a spicy tuna roll, ate some eggs, did all the shit. He ends up getting out there, like, 8.30, 9 o'clock, no urgency whatsoever, and it was, like, ripping. But the swells were fucking going, and you see him on the boat, like, going side to side, and he's like, oh, I don't feel good. He gets fucking seasick. He, I don't know what the tournament costs, but I, I would imagine it's probably... 500 bucks, good right? Little, good little buy -in. So you want to try to fight through that. Yeah. He does one dive. He, he free dives like 45 feet. And the guy's nuts. He stays down there for like two and a half minutes. That's wild. In 60 feet. And he, he does some dives. 80 feet. He's, he's fucking badass. And he, he does one dive. He comes back up to the boat. He's like, I can't do this. And just goes in. Then he shows him back at his house. He's like, oh, I can't do it. And he's like, he feels better because he's on land. And then he goes to go to the after tournament dinner, which everybody loves because you hang out with everyone in the tournament, oh, drink, and get fucked up. Freaking. That's a nice little, uh, that's a, not a mutton, that's a, uh, what the fuck I'm having, a uh, mangrove snapper. Oh, okay. I so, saw that at uh, Gumbo Limbo. Yo, know, he goes, he goes to, he's like, well, I don't know what I should do. 
If I should, I have an hour and a half left. I could go back oh, no. out on the boat. Is he trying to attract sharks right now? No, he, you know, when sharks come, he just shushes them away. Oh, okay. He's re-chumming the water, like, and also you do that because you're trying to, like, you know, fresh. But um, he's like, I could go back out there for an hour, but if I get something, I won't be able to make the way in. Or I could just chill for an hour and then go to dinner with my boys and have some drinks, whatever. He's like, yeah, I'll just do that. So he's like, all right, we got five minutes before the captain meeting starts. He gets into his Range Rover. He's got like an older Range. He goes like this. Fucking batteries then. He's like, oh, yo. It's like a reality show. Yeah, it's funny because. It shows you that he's real. He's perfect. Yeah, he's a real dude. And like people rip him in the comments, like make fun of him. They rip him. And he's like, guys, I'm just like a regular, you know, like, I'm showing you things happen. It's funny as shit. Yeah, dude, for real, man. Just keep doing your thing, dude. Don't entertain that bullshit. Yeah, but he's got a, his channel is like, it's he's pretty successful. Sick. Yeah, my, my buddy that's got a dive uh, company out in Maui, dude, he's he's like this, bro. Just lives the dream every day. He, that's how, yeah, that's but, how it is. But it, it doesn't have, like, there's not a whole lot of nightlife there because everybody's surfers. So everything's, like, focused on in the are, morning. The keys you know, are like that, you too. You wake up early, yeah. you go out, you catch some waves. But, um, yo, so, so this guy at, uh, this cop, he said that he goes to this farm in Okeechobee, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he says that, uh, there's a farm by Lake Okeechobee, some guy that he knows, him and, like, five of his boys just take their AR-15s out all day, just fucking slaughtering hogs. They said, he Wait, said- Wait, is there that many down here? It's, like, a thing? Oh, they're bad, dude. They're really Can bad. Can you eat them? Yeah. He said, you put it, you put it in chili. He said it's gamey as fuck. So what's the difference between that and like Ground a, it up, a pig? And put it in chili. It's uh, it's feral. What does that mean? So pigs are crazy. If if a domesticated pig was to escape from a farm, let's say like a hurricane came, broke the fence, right. went in the wild, I think with in an, in an insanely short amount of time, it'll start getting a longer, skinnier snout. It'll start growing tusks. They they become feral hogs. They be they they turn into like a beast. No shit. Yeah, dude quick like three months it's not it's not ridiculous that's and, crazy and their meat tastes different it's gamey like you know when you shoot a deer it's yeah like, venison's not that good mm-hmm. like it's some people like it depending I, on what you eat and how you prepare it of course i mean garlic and oil right but, yeah exactly but venison wise like i only like the back straps like the filet mignon part of the cow the same with the venison and, uh, the rest of it i'm not a big fan of i know guys that are all crazy about it but oh yeah but this farmer processes all the meat that they all the hogs that they kill, he processes all the meat because they're fucking terrible for them, for a farm. They're so ter- what do they do? He gives them, he, he does everything for them and just vacuum packs it and they take the meat? Uh, some of them will keep some of the meat, but for the most part, a lot of them, a lot they of just people go don't to, like it. Yeah, they just go to kill them. Yeah, they just go to kill They're them. nuisances for the farm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're fucking, and, and the thing about them is I think it's something like their gestation period is so short uh, as far as how quick they're able to have babies that I think three times a year they're able to fucking have little piglets. Like, I mean, most animals are like, what, nine months, 11 months gestation periods? Like, you can only have so many in a year. These things fucking multiple times a year, big litters. So that's why they're such a problem. Uh, I think it was like the Spanish brought them over or something back in the day. I feel like any, anything that can produce. Is this him? Yeah. Look at his house. I mean, it's not. Is that cod litter? No. Uh, what is not. that? But look at him. It's just him. He, he, 
he's had like three girlfriends in the past six years. They're all hot. On he looks the like channel. Kid Rock, dude. Yeah, he does look like Kid Rock. <laughs> he's got like the vampire teeth going on though. My kids are like, he's got vampire. Oh, he's I, a vampire. I got those too, man. But yeah, look, like so he's got a couple fillets. Definitely some grouper. He always does a catch and cook. And now look, every time he does it, it drives me crazy. His pan is never hot enough. He throws it in and there's no sizzle. And he's like, oh, I think I put it a little early. Every fucking episode. <laughs> he's just not a cook. Yeah, it's just so funny. But he's, he's, he's cool, man. I really like watching. Look, this is his too. SouthFloridaFishingChannel.com. He has five spices, five different types of spice that he, they sell. I feel it's like, all the fish and rigs. I feel like everybody that, that cooks on social media yeah. has their own spice bowl. Yeah. I, it's got to be easy to get it manufactured. Yeah, I mean, you think it's almost, I mean, I don't know anything about it, but it's almost like if you buy Walmart chips, it's not like Walmart is fucking making, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's always a recipe yeah. you can They're usually do. They're just rebranding it. it. There's, and the people that are sub to his thing, like, there's no difference from me going to get lemon pepper seasoning from whoever, or I could just buy his. Yeah, And exactly. the price is relatively the same. It's not like he's charging a fucking arm and a leg. Yeah. Look, no sizzle. He's so shot. <laughs> oh, God, dude. He's so shot. Yeah, he's going to be there a while. After I got done talking to the cop, I was just like... Yeah, so what else did the cop say? So it's only Bo... So so the cop said that when it, neighborhoods are a little bit different, he said a good idea would be to fucking, once you murk it, to fucking call Fish and Wildlife and just be like, yo... Get him involved, be like, hey... He said, he said, no matter what, just always say that it charged you because... Just because. Well, why get them involved in case somebody sees and someone says something? I don't know, bro. I I, th I think yeah, it was just trying to him him trying to cover his trail a little bit too, of like giving me advice. He's like, yo, just so like when we're when we get arrested for killing a wild boar, and we say, well, that fucking BSO guy that goes to school with like, our kid his fucking house yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. He told us that I've had it. He kills shit, no control me all the time. Deputy fucking Dan, bro. <laughs> but uh, no, so I was asking, I was just picking his brain. I was just like, all right, well. Um, what about iguanas? He said iguanas, free reign, yeah. pellet gun only. Yeah, but what did he say about like? I told you I was working at Boca Joe's dad's house, and this kid, he's probably like early twenties, comes rolling down the street. It, it wasn't an AR, but it looked like a it looked like from Mark Wahlberg and American Sniper but it was or whatever. A pellet gun, right? It was a air, yeah pellet gun with a big tank on the back, mm -hmm. but it looked like fucking it could take out the president from twenty miles away. Right, and he was just. He picked two iguanas off somebody's roof. So, like, I know me and the way you are. Like, if I'm sitting, making dinner one night, I happen to look out my front window, and some kid that I don't know or anybody comes walking by with a fucking, any type of gun, I'm going to be like, yeah, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, yeah. one you, one miss one miss shot, one misfire, you missed the iguana, the pellet comes into my fucking window. Yeah, fuck, yeah. With, with him, he said it's basically the Wild West with that shit. You can fucking take them out with a pellet gun in a residential neighborhood. So okay. what if you're... So you can pick them off your fence and you can accidentally hit the fucking neighbor's house. It doesn't fucking matter. I'm like, you know what? I, we had just got done watching some YouTube Iguana Hunter shit. And I know Joseph was all into like the lizard. I'm like, fuck it, let's go. I get... I think Quinn was napping. I had just the three boys and my pellet gun in my truck, load up by that mango tree across the lake, that other development there. Yeah. So we pull in there... And there's iguanas all over the place. And I'm pumping my fucking gun. Fucking let's go. I roll the window down, and there's an iguana, and I fucking... Pull it, drive. Right out the window. Yeah, I killed three iguanas. I never told you this. 
I killed fucking dead eye, dude. I killed three iguanas. Not one shot. I killed three. I'm a coxman. I killed three. I killed three iguanas, and fucking Joseph. You know the other two talk a big game. Fucking dude, he jumped out of the fucking car. He was like, he's holding the thing by the tail. I swear to God. Let me let me let me find the fucking thing. He bites his head off. But I'm like, I'm like, yo, fucking. I'm like, you know, what happens if like a Palm Beach County rolled up? Um, here I am with a pelican in the car. Is that illegal? You better drop that shit first of all. But if it's still in the car, like it, I know in New no, York, it's not illegal. I know in New York, they're a nuisance. I know in New York, if you have a fucking roach or a pelican or the slightest thing in the car, you're you're getting hooked up and going. Listen, so here's what they're gonna do. Iguanas cause, I think, over a billion dollars worth of damage to infrastructure in South Florida. Right, so I They'll know probably it. pat you on the ass and say, keep it up. He said that it's free reign on, on iguanas, no problem. He said with the uh, he said with, with the hogs, it's different. Like, you can't fucking blast them with a firearm in the community. Which, I, you know, I get that. But he didn't say you couldn't take one out with a bow in the community. He said you can bow it, you can oh, fucking I found slit it. its throat. I fucking like iguanas though. Yo, I like them because it, it gives you like They're I almost feel cool, like the bro. vibe of like not why we moved here. Yeah. But it's like it's awesome, you know? There's no iguanas in New York, there's yeah. fucking rats. But I don't like the fact that they carry salmonella. Do they? Their shit is like salmonella, bro. It's fucking not good. And they shit all next to the pools and shit. They're just they're fucking nuisance. They're pests. That's why Wait, so grow. when you eat them though, is there salmonella? No, no, no. Some of it dies by heat. Like, you you cook shit off, you're pretty much good, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, if you touch an iguana, if you touch an iguana, if you touch turtles, like, you want to wash your hands after. I had the Purell in the car. We did the, yeah, we did the Purell they, after. Yeah, they carry that salmonella shit, bro. Which, is only really a problem for the fucking elderly and the young babies, you know? Everybody else, I think, it just gives you, like, diarrhea, I'm pretty sure. I might have salmonella right now. So yeah, the reason why I wanted to see what uh, Francisco said to you is because I told him, I was like, hey, bro, you done want a hog hunt? He's like, yeah, dude, let's do it. I was like, I showed him a, a video of it, and he was just like, he's like, dude, I'm so fucking Does he have guns? <clears throat> you know where his house is? He's on the locks. He's right, right, his backyard, you can open his fence gate, and you're on that trail that runs all the way to the glades. Right, so so if we were to get get out of his backyard, walk down the fucking trail and bust the left at that creek that, that runs along. Bust the right. But yeah, bust the right at that creek that starts heading north right. towards the, the high school, you know. That little trail right there, I feel like the hog lives in like the thicket in between fucking Vlad's neighborhood and, and, and that trail. Why do you think that? Where's the... Um... The, lady at the, uh, the lady at the tennis court said that that's where that fucker sleeps. I think it, I think it's burrowed. I think it lives back over there. And then it comes across that tennis court. But, you know, dude, I think that'd be so sick if we fucking took that bad boy out. I was like, I was like, they're problems for animals, right? Like, this lady was worried about it taking out her little dog. He's like, dude... Hog would fucking ravage a oh. little fucking dog. Imagine Taylor Quinn. Fucking beast, dude. I gotta find this, man. Why can't I find it? I think I'm too far. Wish I knew what fucking. But yeah, was. he said they're fast as shit. He said he said they were picking them off at like hundred yards. Like they were they were far away. Fucking hit them. The hogs. The hogs. 
how sick would that be just like going to Texas and doing the helicopter fucking yeah that's crazy Mona you feel like Arnold and fucking uh, get to the chopper get to the chopper did you see that Arnold video that he put out where he's like I smoke my stogies did you send me that I don't think so I smoke my stogies anywhere I want in my house no matter what anybody says you know why Cause I'm a, I'm a man. I'm not a little fucking put. Like, it was pretty funny. I just look good, man. I, I don't like that fucking bitch. Who? His Arnold. wife? Arnold. Oh, Arnold. I know. Here's this. Have you seen that thing? I can't remember what it's called. But basically, you put this <clears throat> little piece inside your fucking gun, and it's laser, and and it connects to an app, and you get to just dry fire and practice your aim without. Wasting? Oh, that's cool. It's because I'll tell you, you can fucking dude. go to the range. Oh, dude, you you're dropping, especially with this with the extendos and shit like that. I I haven't I've gone shooting like with the ARs, but I'm always like aware of of like the cost. Right. Like I when I used to go to the shows and buy like the rounds like two two three or five five six. It's fucking hundreds of dollars mm -hmm. to get the big fucking case, you know. So I've gone in the woods and I'll rip off, you know. 30 round clip and I'm like you know it's over in 10 seconds and I'm like well, that was 9 bucks or whatever you can sit out there for a couple hours and just piss through money mm -hmm. so I, I like I try to I'm not one of those guys that goes and just rips rounds I, I go I shoot a little bit I'm like cool gun's good that's it you know Yeah. at the end of the day I, I, I like to have the guns because I like I know that I have them and I know that I have rounds or whatever I'm not one of those guys Maybe the money issue or whatever, but I'm not one that to be like, hey, you want to go shoot a thousand rounds at the range? Like, for what? Say, oh, I hit this target right here. I don't really care about that. No, I think I think it's dope when people are fucking skilled with it. Yeah, but it's just like it's so much money to fucking get to that point. You almost got to be like, have you <clears> seen <throat> that guy with his name Hitcock Forty Five? No, he's this. Does uh, he make his own rounds? Oh no, he's like this. Uh, he's like this old timer, probably up in like Virginia. Fucking started a YouTube channel way back in the day, and he got to the point where he just fucking gets people sending him shit. So it's like it's a dream. Right? Yeah, yeah. So he gets every single time a new gun comes out, like every single time Glock puts out a new gen, they'll send it to him. Oh, that's cool. And he'll make a video. Shout him out. That's a, that's and, the power he, of followers. Dude. You've probably seen him. He's like this old timer. He's got that range where it's like a hill going up in the forest. And he's got like all sorts of targets. Oh, that's like his backdrop, like so you just shoot to the hill. And he's just shooting into the hill, and he's just like, like he'll he'll be up there, he'll be like shooting like a like a Mossberg, right, or like a Caltech KSG, and he'll just be like, "Yeah, how about we shoot the watermelon?" Yeah. And, and he's just like, and and you can just. Just like a kid inside, right? Yeah. You can hear him just going, oh, giggity, giggity, you know. He just like, he'll just be like, oh, that was pretty cool. How about we? How about I try to take this out? And he's got this like badass video where, because it's like, dude, if I want a new gun, it's like I go there, and I see what he has to say about it because he's fucking smart as shit. Yeah, yeah. And so he'll be like, all right, right now I'm shooting this Remington and this Mossberg, and I'm gonna compare these two shotguns and pros and cons of both what i like about this one what i like about that one and he was just like yo this mossberg is like it's more functional for me when i'm like wanting to reload or this and that he's like i like that oh i like how they got this here oh and it holds an extra round 
Yes, yeah, and, and it's just like, yo, I like that. See, for me, the, like, I, I don't, I'm not that crazy about it because, like, I know, like, what I have, it's, it, it would be like if I had to kill somebody or, or protect my house, my family. So, like, if you get into like, oh, functionality, whatever, it doesn't matter for me. I have fucking, you know, drums on my AR that I, I just, I just needs to fire. Like, yeah. functionality wise, I, it's not. Uh, it's not like we're in the bush running for our lives and we need to reload quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a little hiccup, but that's the you know that's the power of followers. People want that guy to hold their shit, speak about it. There was a guy that we knew. He was from free ammo. Yeah, this dude was from uh, Tarrytown. I was I went to grade school with one of his daughters, and he actually moved down here in South Florida in like the probably. The early eighties, early nineties, or like late eighties, and uh, it was still like a cow town. And he was a fisherman. I, I think he had a few dollars because he, you know he lived in a nice place, had a boat, fished. I don't know how his name got out there, or if he won tournaments because there was no YouTube or nothing then. But people started being like, "Oh, send it to." I don't know how to say his name. Send it to him. <clears throat> so he was sponsored out the ass every year. He had this badass. Um, uh, that center console, sport, sporty, fishing boat, tuna tower, outriggers, the whole nine. And every time, every year, he'd be like, oh, I need a new Lowrance or I need a new Garmin. He would just call up and say, hey, it's so-and-so. You know, my electronics are, you know, two years old. They're, we got you. Just, you know, make sure you use them when you can plug. Because like I said, it's not like you're on here and be like, hey, I'm using the new Garmin 1900, whatever. And he used the new electronics on the boat. His motors, he'd use his motors for a year two years max brand new motors suzuki whatever whatever brand but all you do is call so he was he was like had a nice house and he also had like a successful he kind of he did something with um radio involving like hispanic right i i I can't speak intelligently on it because i don't know but it was something with hispanic and it was big down here and he made a shit ton of money and he he fished all the time and and it was fucking free the response was free Oh, you knew Rod. Free. Oh, hey, can you try out these reels? Send him a $1,000 fucking tuna reel. That chick I sent you, you see her followers? 7.9 million. She can do anything she wants. I know, but she's showing tits and ass, bro. Yeah, well, pull your ass out. Dude, if I could learn how to do the jumbo blur, we should do a fucking naked episode. (laughs) Wee! Back to what they said to, like, prevent it. I'm going to get the... Not chicken wire, but it's like the smaller diamond wire, like a cha- like a anchor chain link fence, except way smaller, like smaller than a dime. And I'll probably go around the whole perimeter if you dig down. Like si- you should do it too, because you have the fucking you're all fenced in. You dig down six inches, put the wire straight down, then backfill it, and then keep the wire up 18 inches on the because those toads don't jump. They're not like a they jump, but they can't jump really more than like 12 inches. Oh, so you oh so you you put like kind of chicken wire on the yeah. So if you do the whole perimeter, you go six because they could burrow too. So like if they're in the neighbor's yard and they come to a fence and they want to get over here, they they could I don't know how, but they could kind of dig a little. I guess they get deterred when they get two three inches down. So you go six inches down, bury the wire, and then go 18 inches up the whole fucking perimeter. And you shouldn't. And with the coffee grinds, you shouldn't see a fucking toad. Nice, so dude. Tr- the only thing is with the gate here, I don't know what I would do. Is Frankie curious? Like, have you ever seen him interact? <clears throat> no, he's so stupid. I think that his breed, like French bulldog, he's just so 
late. He's almost like, remember that cartoon? The dog with like the droopy ears and like the old uh, bloodhounds. Yeah. That's kind of how he is. But the thing that I'm worried about is like when he does go out, he's so stupid and oblivious that like he could step on one or get so close where one brushes him or something. All it takes is him like getting curious and licking one. Yeah, no, I don't think he would. Sick. I don't think he would do that. I've never seen him actually like chase anything or do anything. Oh, bro, I went to the beach this week. <clears throat> Fucking seaweed everywhere. Remember how there was like that whole seaweed freaking wall that didn't become It hasn't even come here yet. It hasn't? Yo, the it's beach so, is fucking filled with seaweed so, right now. Yo, it's so crazy he brought the, Oh, look, he's going to eat a rug. I don't know. Let's do it. He's like, I'm so lucky I have this LaCroix and this one egg. It's a LaCroix. The LaCroix. So I was reading on it because I was working at this house in Pompano and they, they call it like the sargasm weed or whatever. So it's in the intercoastal right now, but it's not crazy like this, like a little weed line. But there's yeah, it already hit the beach, right? No. So so in 2018, this happened, and it was. I'm not gonna lie. It was it was big. It was the biggest one of that time, and everyone is fucking freaking out because what happens is, while it's floating around, like this guy's fishing off it right now because there's there's mahi under there, and it holds for like bait fish. They eat that shit, whatever. When that thing washes up and it starts like decomposing, it lets off all these different uh, toxins. toxins, and it's it's bad. Especially people that live like right on the beach like that, it's respiratory bad. Like, like red tide type shit? I guess, yeah. So <clears throat> this one, check this out, and this is a fact, I could re-pull it up. The one that's floating in now is over 5,000 miles big. It's like the size of Texas. It, no, no, no. Texas, the one that's floating in now is double the size of our country. <laughs> I'm gonna pull it up right now. Holy fuck! It's over five thousand miles. That a, is that a rock? What is that? A <clears throat> fish or something? What's that called? Which one? The one you just caught. That's a little grouper. Is that? A, yeah. That's so a, that's a bitchin' looking fish, dude. Damn, I think sick. Sargasm seaweed tracker. Cause yeah, right now. Boca Beach is fucking covered in seaweed. The whole lined up. I thought and that I it was only bait fish in it. I found bait fish in it. I thought that it was like Boca being like, like when you go to the beach. I'm like, yo, all this fucking money Boca has. Like, where's the tractor with the thing behind it to pull all the fucking seaweed? I was in Fort Lauderdale the other day, and it was same shit, covered in seaweed. Because I don't remember. Like, you always go to the beach and you have like that little, you know, couple feet row, but it's not. It's it's bad. Let me find it because it's fucking. It was different out west. It was like this kind of kelp, almost like the like the bigger seaweed that has like the big bubbles in it. I don't know if you ever seen that before. Yeah, where you can pop them. Where you can pop them. I used to pop them all the time. I've gone surfing <clears throat> where I can't even catch a wave because my legs are getting trapped in it. In Cali or here? In Cali. Really? There's just like a wall of seaweed that just fucking like gets you stuck. You're just like you're trying to you're trying to paddle into a wave. And like your ankles are getting fucking held up, and you just like, oh. what is sargasm and what? So I think that's how you say it. Sargasm? That's what you call it. This type of weed, and why is it flourishing? Rootless algae that bunches up in islands and floats around the ocean. Oh, so it's part of the algae family. Patches of sarg, sarg, whatever sargasm have been spotted in the Atlantic Ocean for centuries, but since 2011. Since 2011, a 5,000-mile-long belt of seaweed has circulated annually between the Gulf of Mexico and the Mid-Atlantic. 
the density of the bullets. But it said it was twice the size of the United States. Yeah. And it should hit Florida sometime in, in summer of 24. They're saying it's going to hit oh, Florida. Shit. Yeah. Just how long is 5,000 miles? I can't find it. But I, I'm not, it's about I don't, the I don't length wanna, of yeah, my kick. I don't want to do this right now. It's long. <laughs> Remember? Pippi uh, long cocking. In uh, Ocean's Eleven, he's like, they call me Pippi you better not be there. You're going to have a line that's as long as, well, my... It's long. And he started getting stopped. <laughs> yeah, but any, you know, when my parents were down here, we were at the beach, and the, the, the seaweed was so bad. I'm like, oh, this is fucking bullshit. My dad's like, I'm not going to this fucking beach. It stinks. And that's the other thing. It's, as it's breaking down, it, it fucking stinks. And it catches, I, Nicole is just like, hey, you need to do your man duty right now. And fucking make me a pathway so I don't to have go, to walk to through this the shit. Water. Yeah, yeah. So I took Isaiah's skimboard. We just finished waxing it up, and I started shuffling, made a path. And as soon as oh, I you guys did, just went? Yeah, we went over the weekend on Sunday. When you told me, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when I uh, when I cleared like the first top layer off, a fucking I don't know, like a mullet or really? something like that. Yeah, like this big dude, just dead fish, reeking. And it's like, and that's just. The one little spot that yeah, I hit, yeah, so the whole beach imagine. is probably yeah. lined with fucking rotting fish in the hot ass fucking sun, dude. But yeah, I've been to uh, yeah on the Gulf Coast when red tide comes, dude. I, I've been to there's this place in Tampa called Honeymoon Island, and bro, it's fucking gnarly. It's like, and you see some crazy sea animals that you didn't know existed, like these weird eels and snakes yeah. wash up horseshoe crabs. All sorts of I didn't know they shit. had horseshoe crabs down here. All sorts of in, dead in, fish. In, play, in Rye, like by Playland in New York, we used to go to Oakland Beach or Rye Beach back in the day. My mom used to take us, and there was like two huge rocks, and at low tide, the water would go past, and I'd go out on the rocks, get snails, there's minnows everywhere, I'd catch them, <clears throat> and they had fucking, you know, massive horseshoe crabs, probably like, you know, the size of a bucket top, like Shit. a five-gallon pail with a big, the big snout on it. Yeah. Some of them would be upside down dead, but I would, they don't bite, so you could always just grab them. I used to catch them all the time by the fucking, the sword. Pick them up, yeah, and a little tail? legs would be going. Yeah, well, no, that's their, that's their front of them. That's the front of them? Yeah, so the horseshoe crab has the big, I don't know anything about horseshoe crab. The big snout, and then like a horseshoe. I'll show you. I've never thought that you could just barehand it. They don't, they're... From my recollection, they're not like super fast, so they're just kind of there. So you can just reach out and buy the thing, and fucking pick them right up. Maybe the name crab always thought that it made me think that there was some sort of claw that's gonna fuck me up. We used to catch crabs as kids. I remember one fucking got my cousin David, and it just big old gash in his fucking hand. I'm gonna tell you a funny story about that. That's a horseshoe crab. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you could grab that thing right by the snout and just pick it up. I, I guess I always just kind of thought it was almost like a stingray stinger. Where yeah. It's like you don't want to mess with it. Yeah, it's like, it's actually the complete opposite. That's the head, and that's the ass. Whereas a stingray would be the other way. No fucking way. That's the head. See, and when you pick them up, well, that's it, under there. And when they die, they stink. But yeah. Oh my god. That's so the bottom. I've been looking at them backwards my whole life. Yeah. Damn, that's fucking awesome, dude. Yo, one time, so I, we used to always go blue crawl. So they're like Pinocchio. <clears throat> They've just got some yeah. freaking. We used to always go blue claw crabbing, like in New York. My grandfather used to take me, whatever. So when we moved down here 20 years ago, my grandfather's down here. He's like, oh, let's go crabbing. I'm like, they have them down here? I don't know. So we go and we 
you know, we get a bunch of crabs, I don't know, a dozen or whatever. So we used to always, we make a sauce with it. So like, when you take the crab, you take them alive, you take scissors, you, you rip the two claws off, right? And then you take scissors and cut like this much of each leg off. So like the juices could kind of like excrete, rip the top shell off, clean it out, cut it in half, and we just throw it in the sauce as is. So like you put the macaroni, put the crabs on top, so you gotta cut, you know, you gotta crack, it's a whole fucking thing, yeah. but it's really good. So we go- It's always we, a lot of work with those. Yeah, it's a lot of work for like no fucking reward. Yeah. So we're, we're making the sauce one time, so I got the sauce going with my grandpa's condo. He's like 82 or something at the time, 80, 70, whatever. And uh, he, all the crabs are in the sink, alive. You know, they're fucking, they can't get out because they slip on the aluminum, but whatever. So he's, he's in charge of ripping the back off of them, cleaning the shit out, and then taking the claws and everything else. So I'm over here at the stove making the sauce, mixing it to stirring it, whatever. I look over and I'm like, Gramps, you're right over there? He's like, yeah, he's like, look at this big fucking, look at this big. And, and <laughs> as soon as he, he looks at me to talk, I'll reverse it since we're over here, right? So he's like, yeah, I'm good. He's like, look at this big. Ah! And he just starts screaming. And I'm like, and then he's like, ah! and the thing, you know, the thing is dangling off his fucking finger. And I, yo, know, it was the biggest one we caught. I swear to God, he's, and he's just holding. He's like, ah! and, and I'm like, and I can't help myself. I'm just laughing, you know, because it's like this 78 year old Italian, short, fat Italian guy screaming in the kitchen. And he's just looking at me, not doing anything, but just saying, ah! And, and then I, I grab the, the fucking thing and I rip it off and he's like, ah! He's like, he fucking got me! And he's like, I'm dying. Um, it was so fucking funny. You're thinking he would do something to, to help himself. Yeah. And he's just, he's just like, ah! Looking at me, I'm like, I felt like saying, yo, rip it the fuck off, dude! <laughs> it was so fucking funny, man. Oh my god. Yo, did I, wait, I told you a story about the garlic that oh, time, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Same guy? Same, Same grandpa. Yeah. Look, 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 look. Oh, he's just doing the straight yolk, dude. He got rid of all the whites. He's all about that protein. Just straight shot of it. And cholesterol, supposedly. But, um, yeah, dude. I, I think I told you, I, worry, I worked as a fry cook at this restaurant that was owned by um, Matt Geiger. Who? It used to be Matt Geiger. He was the center for the 76ers back in the day with, uh, um, when Allen Iverson was on the team, the tall white dude that was bald that had like the goatee. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a big bad. I'm not a big bad. So, you ever seen the movie uh, The Punisher with uh, John Travolta? No, he's gay too. I don't like him either. I know, but The Punisher they filmed they filmed it in Tampa, and John Travolta's house is his house. He had this house by my high school that was just like insane. He had the full kitchen that we had in our restaurant. He had the the whole thing. He had the the fry station. A saute station. He had everything in his backyard. In his house? Oh, no, in his backyard. That's it. And he used to throw parties for it. I, I didn't work there long enough to where I got to like go to some of the parties that he threw for the staff. But dude, some days I'd be back there and I'd just be like fucking working the fry station, making wings and shit. In the restaurant? Party. In the Not restaurant. And then you would just turn around and be like, oh, fuck, dude. Like he's and seven feet him? tall. Oh, yeah. He's seven feet or more. He's probably more than seven feet. And he was just just the cool presence, ass, right? Oh, dude! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was funny as shit. Like he was cool. One time, we went out to the bar after uh, after our shift, and he showed up in a, like a midriff shirt, and we're like, "What the fuck, boss?" 
and then his boy walked in with uh, a button up that was down to his ankles. And he goes, he goes, oh, me and my boy switched shirts tonight. And, and his boy's like this little short dude. That's like Kevin Hart and Shaq when they got on stage. Together. Exactly. Yeah. And he's just like, he, he was just like, wow, he's just cool as fuck to work for. But um, was he was he like on top? Was he running it like no, no, no. for real or no? no? He, he wasn't the day to day. There were three owners. He was like an investor. The uh, other guy was an investor. It's like Shaq with five guys. I think yeah. Shaq owns like two hundred five guys. There was one dude that was the actual restaurateur. Oh, okay. That was the day to day, and this this dude he was wild, bro. He he told me, he he comes up to me one day, he's like, listen, you see these wings? He says, you was see he retired at the time? Uh, the basketball player? Yeah. Yeah, he probably just retired. Is this who you're talking about? He came up to you and said... No, the, uh, the actual day-to-day, uh, okay. the actual restaurant tour guy. He goes, uh, he comes up to me one day. He says, hey, my man, you see these wings? He says, I want you to be able to throw them through a fucking goddamn window. What, like well done? Well done. He says, you never serve a wing that hasn't been in that oil for at least 15 minutes. Really? Yeah, and I was just like, all right, got it. No lie, like fucking an hour later, when the dinner rush hit, he's in the window, fucking, yo, Danny, Danny, where's the wings? Serve him. Where's the wings? Where's the wings? And I was just like, I was like, Coach, I call everybody Coach. I was like, Coach, thirteen minutes, homie. Yeah. I still got two more. And Chill. You let, it, you let it go or no? Oh, dude, he fucking went off on me. He says, "Motherfucker, you better serve those fucking wings right now, motherfucker." Who the fuck you think you are talking to me like you that? You must have been a fucking liberal. It's so crazy it's that you can't like, be like, dude, it, you just like, told like, me fifteen like, minutes. You just told me fifteen minutes, or yeah. else you'll have my ass. Yeah, and now you're having my ass. And at now you have my minutes. ass at thirteen minutes. It's like ridiculous. But uh, the point of that was, we had an all-you-can-eat stone crab night. Oh, stone crab? Those are the black tips. Yeah, yeah, those are expensive. They're expensive. We didn't all you can I mean, this place went under. So. Yeah, I, I would think so. Probably after that night. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I get in there, I'd be like, I, bring, I could eat probably 10 fucking pounds of stone crab legs. But yeah, we had all you can eat stone crab night. And then, uh, you know, like half my crew was Mexicans. And and uh, this one dude was fucking working the saute station. And he'd break me off some stone crab. Like, oh, dude, it's, I fucking love stone crab. And you, you're trying to buy it down here. It's like, dude, it's stupid. Everything that you love, like everything that I love, like stone crab, lobster, stone crab especially, like you go to, and, and king crab, me and my boy Jose, we like used what, to, 35, 40 a pound? I don't even know. I don't even look anymore because it's, There's it's, no point. It's, it's, me and my boy Jose and my boy Eric, we used to go to uh, Striped Bass, this restaurant in Tarrytown, and they used to have king crab legs. And you get one pound of king crab legs and say market price, whatever. Was, I think at the time, this is fucking years ago. I think it might have been like 50 bucks, 40, 50 dollars. You know, we were young. I'm like, and I could eat five pounds, you know. So it was basically like you're ordering an appetizer as a fucking entree. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I'll get a pound of fucking king crab legs. And they come, there's two crab legs, two. on the. the, the it's on a big fucking white platter this big and they're I mean they're they're nice though like you know one big one and one like mediocre and then a big thing of butter dude I eat that and fucking and it comes it's already cut so you just pull it out you eat that in fucking five minutes you know and you're like now what so you could go for another you could and the same with the stone crabs like especially like Joe's in Miami or whatever the original stuff with the little mustard sauce or whatever you go there I know you could eat the, like I I love seafood like I could fucking eat like oh, yeah. you know like you want to bring out the 
bring on the fucking claws. I'll I'll eat them all day. And they, you come, you get four claws. It's like forty dollars. Mm-hmm. The cl- and and the stone crabs are. It's almost like the way they serve them. It's like you take the by the black tip. It's like a fucking lollipop, like a chicken wing. Boom, done. Yeah. And it's yeah, they're delicious, but it's like. What does that do? Yeah, it's not you got to go to, and I don't know if they have them down here. Everybody talks about that place in Fort Lauderdale. I can't remember the name right now. You'll probably know it. By Oaks? What? It's like, yeah, by Oakland Park in between, um, it's probably like in between commercial and Oakland. Um, Catfish Louie, what's the place called? No, no. The um, only place that has like stone crab really, all you can eat. It's where, it's where solid gold used to be, I think. Yeah, it's a crab house or something. Yeah, and it's literally like they—it's set up where it looks like it shouldn't be there. It should be on the beach. Yeah, it's, it's like all open. it's like in a residential area. Almost. Oh no no! Catfish Louie, I don't know. It's called something, but anyways, in in Tampa they got the all you can eat. I think it's snow crab. Snow snow because those are those are fucking right. And that's those, that, that's, that's worth China, it though. The Chinese buffets. Yeah, that's worth it. <coughs> you sit there, you pay like twenty bucks. And you can sit there for fucking hours just yeah. demolishing fucking crap. The same, the same, so my same fun. grandfather I just talked about. Did I, tell you, I told you about the, uh, when he got thrown out of the all-you-can-eat buffet. Oh. Oh, my God. So years ago, he used to have this friend, George Galgano, and him. The two fat guineas. Fat, just, you know, little guys, but just could, they'll put, eat. Put them down? So one day, by West Point, in, um, north of, uh, Pleasantville in New York, like West Point, the Army base, yeah. right? So there was a restaurant. When you go to West Point, you go up nine, and there's this big rotary, and then you kind of get spit out this way, and you, West Point is like another 10 miles or five miles, whatever. Is it pretty close to Westchester? Because last time I flew it, into it Westchester is. Airport, I was I was out waiting for my ride, and I made friends with this dad that's like so proud of his son. His son's like graduating West Point. And it's just like it's not super close, but if you if you're at West Point, like that's where you would fly in. You would fly in, okay. So this this is going back before there was like I guess maybe this was the start of like the Chinese all you can eat kind of places. Mm-hmm. So my grandfather told my grandfather told me the story. He's like, yeah, George called me. Uh, this was years later. He tells me the story. He's like, my friend George called me, and he's like, oh, John, I found this place. It was all you could eat. Um, peel and eat shrimp in this like some he's like I don't know some fucking Chinese place I'm like oh. I'm like so did you go he's like so we went it was I didn't go I'm talking for him so they go to this rotary and then instead of going towards West Point you make the right and like a mile up the road there's this little fucking not a hole in the wall but a small little place a little Chinese and they had a couple hot tables you know with rice the ribs the regular chinese shit all the stuff that you want to kind of yeah like fill up on all that shit and then they had a little area was like oysters mussels that were cooked uh snow crab legs probably probably a little bit i think and they had this just massive like uh like not a chafing tray like like the regular maybe the size of the table with ice and then just all shrimp on top like the old bay like Florida, the peeling, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. peeling where they steam it with Old Bay, right? And then they're cold, served cold, uh-huh. whatever. So he's like, so George tells me, I'm like, did you go? He's like, yeah. So we go, and we sit down. Me and me and George walk in, and I know George at the time. He's telling me the story, fat fuck. So they sit down and and they just go. They're like, oh, two, you know, whatever. So they're like, all right. So they go and they don't go for nothing. They just go directly to the the shrimp, make a beeline, to and me. they get the plate. You know, they each come back with two plates just 
piled as they're slipping off the side. They go back. The, the manager's table. like, "Oh no, these guys are yeah. in trouble." And they sit there, cocktail sauce, and they just they just start peeling. I'm making any profit, coach. Peel. Peel. No profit. My grandfather said that they were in there for the dolphin. Yeah. I don't know how long they were in there. He said they were in there for a while. Like, they made multiple trips to the station where they had to come and keep refilling the area, the, the station. And they're just, they're just eating. They're, they weren't even ready to go. Eat, 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 eat. Nonstop, nonstop. And my grandfather said, finally, the, the guy or girl, whatever, the Chinese come up and they're like, guys, why don't you go? Why don't you get something else? Get, some get a little rice. Get, get a little. Rules. And they're like, no, no, we're gonna stay with this. And they're like, all right, whatever. And you can't say anything. It's fucking yeah. Uh, yeah. So they go another, another whatever. So more time goes your by. Your promotion, not theirs. More time goes by, and my grandfather said the lady finally comes over. and is like, listen, we gotta ask you guys to leave. <laughs> and they're like, what? And they're like, you gotta go. Like, he's like, yeah, it's all you can eat. We we only like this. And they're like, yeah. You're killing us. It doesn't work like that. And they threw them out of there. They were they left. They were asked to leave and left. I don't know if they ended up paying. Did they at least get their picture put on the wall? I, I don't know what the deal was, <laughs> if they had to pay for it or not. But they were thrown out of an all-you-can-eat buffet. And they were probably like 60-plus at the time. Dude, they And they were like, guys, living. get the fuck out of They're here. They're just fucking living. I remember me and my boy, our big thing was like, yo, when we fucking get our first paycheck, we're going to go to Golden Corral. And we're gonna tear that motherfucker up, and like as soon as you leave the place, you're just like, oh, I've never why? been there. What is that? Why? Why did we do that to ourselves? What are they serve? Bloody, bro. I mean, it's just like American food, bro. Oh, so that's like it's almost like the buffet in Vegas vacation where he's like, I'll oh, take yeah. some of the yellow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just sit there. You getting prime rib. You getting it's like a Benigan chicken. Uh, Bennigan's is Bennigan's? I don't think Bennigan's is a buffet. I I think Bennigan's is almost like uh, like a Ruby Tuesday. Or I could have sworn I was at a Bennigan's like Massachusetts when I was fishing in Quincy. Yeah, and it was like a you know like a Bennigan's is like a Beef O'Brady's or a uh, you probably wouldn't know what that. I think but it's like cafeteria style where you kind of help you, you go up and be like, give me this, give me that, give me that. No, I, I think Bennigan's is more like a like a Chili's. It's like it's, oh really? Yeah, it's like a oh so maybe I have pub style. It's like a, it's like it's a sit down restaurant. It's almost like a Perkins or a, uh, I don't know, man. I'm naming a bunch of southern shit. So I might have, no, maybe I'm maybe I'm messing up the name. I don't know, or maybe it's different up there. But I could have sworn yeah. I went to a place one time in Quincy, and it What's was that movie Waiting. Yeah, that's that's like a Bennigan's. The no, style of restaurant that Waiting. Oh, was, oh, okay, okay. That, okay that's like okay, a Bennigan's. Okay. Yeah. What what was that restaurant though? I think it was it was Waiting. similar. I think it was like a knockoff of of a Bennigan's when they. Like shenanigans or wait, was it no? What was the name of that place? In waiting. In waiting. I don't remember. I love that movie. Welcome to the Thunderdome. <laughs> it's so funny too because yo, like I've worked in kitchens and and lines and I've been a waiter. I've been a, and it's literally exactly like that. It is. Bro. So like you think you're going and be like, oh yeah, we're gonna have a nice meal of chilies. The guy that's cooking for you is probably like an alcoholic fucking drug addict that could give a fuck less. And if you piss him off. Their pubes will be on yeah. as bean sprouts. Well, wait, Stop. it was shenanigans? In waitings? In waiting? Yeah. Yep. Shenanigans. So it was basically a knockoff of Bennigan's. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's, it's that type. Bennigan's was that uh, style of restaurant. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of buffets back in the day. You had Sizzler. 
Did you guys I have Sizzler? Love Sizzler, yeah. Sizzler, McKenzie's. I never had McKenzie's. Golden Corral. Never. I, I know that, but I never been. There weren't really a whole lot of chain buffets, were they? I think Sizzler was like the biggest one. You know what's fucked up? So they had the chain buffet back then, and then another another example of how the Chinese are just smarter. They they took that where like just the fat Americans could go get their fill on for no money and they were losing money. The Chinese are like, okay, any deli you go to in New York in Manhattan, you go everything is weighed. So you yeah, there's a buffet. Go get whatever you want. You fill up your fucking container. You put it on the thing. It's like twelve dollars a pound. Normal people when you go, you you go get you think you're getting like a little lunch. It's like thirty dollars. Yeah. Whereas Sizzler was probably like what seven ninety nine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The uh, have you been to the uh, Brazilian spot over here? Neck, the restaurant right next to the uh, Brazilian market. Every time I go past there to go get the steaks or pork chops, it's always packed, and I'm always I always think about you all the time. I gotta go in there. Is yeah. that the same thing though? Yeah, you weigh it. Yep, you weigh your plate. How, I wonder how much it is a pound. It's gotta and, be a lot. And bro, because you've got like you got I I've only I've only gone there for lunch. I've never been there for dinner. I think I think me and you one of these nights we should just fucking. And you gotta watch what you get too, like weight wise. Like you, they, they there's certain items on there that you're like ah, I want it, but it's gonna fuck my weight up. But they'll do like they'll do like black eyed peas. Like they've got some kind of interesting salad dishes where it's like black eyed peas. Which are like beans, right? Um, mixed with like onions and tomatoes and like a little bit of seasoning. But then you'll go over, you'll start getting like pig feet, pig ears. Yeah. And, and, and you're like not gonna oil. eat. Yeah. But 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 the nice thing is they've got a little barbecue spot where they've got like the the swords, like the yeah, blades yeah, 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 with yeah, the Brazilian cool. steakhouse yeah. meat. I like that. And bro, they put that fucking thick salt. Crystals on there. That shit that you put on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When we did it. And you know the ribs there, they're so salty, so fatty, so good, but they're so rich. You can only have a couple until you're just like, oh fuck. But that's where, that's where it's at though. Speaking the little barbecue window, and and they'll sit there. They'll be like, you'll just be like, All right, let me get some sausage. Let me get some fillet. Let me get three ribs and let me get. Uh, and then you go. What's what? that? What's that? And they'll just be like, "Give it to me." That looks good. And they'll just fucking put it on there, slice it, take their fork, their big fork, put it on your plate, and you're like, "Fuck yeah, thanks, bro." And you just weigh it, and you're just like, "I don't know what this means." Sixty dollars. You. You're like, "Oh god." Well, it's like it's like they just keep tracking because you don't pay it there, right? They or just pay. They just wait. Oh, and you pay your waiter later. Right, right. Or you know, you go to the front after. Oh, oh, you sit there and eat it. Yeah, you sit there and eat it, and, oh. and, and, and you have a waitress that comes, and you can. And there's oh, so like it's a the same bar. as in the Chinese buffet. Mm-hmm. There's shit. a little bar where you can get some of the. What do they drink in Brazil? They got like this, not carousel. It's like a, it's like a Brazilian drink. So you you get that, you fucking do it. It's money, dude. I fucking love that place. It's so good. Yeah, I I went past there the other when we did the steaks last time. Picanha. Picanha. I went past there, and literally there was like. It looked like the Chinese subway. You ever see those videos where they're stuffing people in the Chinese subway? Oh, yeah. It's, it, it, people were in the little vestibule. I'm like, the fuck is waiting for it? And I was like trying to peek through the thing. I, I've never been in there, so I don't know what it looks like, but people were fucking stacked up waiting. I worked with, a, I worked with this Brazilian dude that would have, he was like high up in the company, and he would bring everybody there uh, for lunch. And 
I think it's the best Brazilian spot around. Like at least in Sandalfoot area where all the Brazilians are. Yeah. I think it's the top Brazilian spot. It's fucking money, dude. It's so good. I could fucking you know what I just shit all day. About the salt. This is gonna sound so fucked up, but like Gordon Ramsay, everyone's like, oh Gordon Ramsay, Gordon Ramsay. And I always look I think he's great. You know, obviously the guy's successful. Restaurants, money, the whole nine, the Wellington, all this. I I don't know if I was telling you this. I just watched him. Like, I, I don't cook with a lot of salt. I really don't. I don't know. Like, if I'm adding butter, my butter is salted. So, like, I kind of... Right. You I don't go crazy with it. Because sometimes we'll eat. If I add salt, we, we'll eat. And me and Brittany are, like, slugging fucking water. I'm like, yo, what'd we eat, you know? And Ramsey just put up uh, a fucking video. I don't know what I was doing. I was, like, scrolling or whatever on reels. And he's, he's pushing the hex-clad frying pan now. Mm-hmm. It's like this, everyone's on it now. Is it the wok-looking thing? No, it's like regular frying pans where you can just put like a slice of American cheese on it and melt it and just dump it out. Like nothing sticks. It's like you can't get anything stuck to it. How many carcinogens are involved in that shit? And, and how much is the pan? Mm-hmm. So he, he puts something out. He says, oh, I'm going to make this grilled cheese. So he starts out with... Uh, the hex clad he has the pan on it's hot he takes swiss cheese and just puts it right into the pan no oil nothing but as soon as he puts the cheese down immediately he goes and salts the fucking cheese and i know he always does this so i'm like it's fucking what I, kind of salt is he using i don't kosher know kosher salt or is he using big fucking no big, salt. like like salt. I, I, not not like not the bullshit what is it iodized he uses right. like whatever but it's still, it's still fucking salt. It's still sodium. Yeah. So he does that. Now that's going, and he starts slicing the bread out of like a fresh loaf yeah, or whatever. Yeah, of course. So he slices the bread, you know, like this, like ha, uh, whatever it's called. <laughs> about a dick's width? Yeah. About a, about a dick's width. And he fucking slices Soft. it. Soft. And then he takes that bread, right? And he fucking salts the bread. Wait, he salted the bread? With have any butter or anything on it? Salts the bread. It, doesn't, it won't even stick to bread. It's on the bread. Then he takes the cheese and puts it on the... Then, no, no, I'm sorry. Then he, he took the bread and slapped it face down on top of the cheese. Okay. So the bread starts getting warm through steam or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then he makes a sandwich. But I'm saying to myself, like, if you ever watch... And I don't know how I picked up on this, just because it's like an anal, like, weird thing. But quark or whatever. But any ingredient that he incorporates into his whole meal prep every single thing he salts so like if he's making his wellington his famous fucking wellington that you need a gallon of water the day of your eating and the day after because you're so fucking thirsty he literally starts with the mushrooms puts them in the pan salts them right or the uh, it's chopped up like mushroom pate or whatever Uh right takes that out then or like like a mushroom tapenade or something like that. yeah whatever yeah yes then he does the filet mignon salts the fuck out of that right then he does the the puff pastry salts every single thing he salts everything it's like so you think like oh i'm gonna try to eat healthy whatever i'm gonna go to chef ramsey's fucking thing i call him chef salt i hate him so it's like every single thing is salted like dude i don't I don't want all that fucking salt. Yeah. Why don't you cook something and wow me without all the fucking salt? Everybody knows salt, butter, and garlic. Yeah, it's great. It tastes great. It does. But it's like, why are you salting everything? It's very... He'll make a fucking Caesar salad and put the lettuce in the thing. Salt. Just 
start salt. Everything is salt. It's very, it, it annoys so, the fuck out of me. So salt's one of those things where you can completely destroy it. A meal. Yeah, the yeah. whole entire dish can be fucking done if you put too much salt. But the, the thing I like about Ramsey is that I've never, I've never watched his show. I, I mean, I've seen clips of him just being a fucking cunt. That's what I like about him. I don't even like his cooking anymore with all the salt. I don't. It's I mean, just like it's realistic, right? Like any, yeah. anybody that's worked in the food industry, right. you know that you've got that fucking chef right. that's a fucking cunt. All of them are. All of them are. They're all like, they won't, even look up, they won't even look up at you. They're on the line like this. He's like, fuck off. They don't even fucking see their families. Yeah, no. They're fucking horrible. So anyways, but his little shows that he was doing, like how to make a steak, and he's just sitting there just basting the steak with rosemary and garlic. Like, and that butter. That money. And, and salt. And That's how I cook my steaks, but the but salt money. is OD. But, but my favorite one was the, uh, the scrambled eggs. He showed, yeah, he taught yeah. me how to make scrambled eggs. I, I always wondered, like, yo, if you go to, like, Buffets again. If you like Disney, you go to like the buffet, or you go to a casino, you go to the buffet. The morning buffet, where like the fluffy big eggs, you're like, holy fuck, these Wait, are so much better doing? than my eggs. So he he does it in an actual pot. Uh, a pot or yeah, a pan? A pot. Puts butter in it. Um, salt. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he probably does. Puts the eggs in. A little bit of cream, right? Make it fluffy. And what he does is he 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 whisks it with a fork, um, spreads it out on the heat, off the heat, on the heat, uh, okay, off okay. the heat, right. constantly whipping it. So that's a nice time. technique. I like that. It's great. On the heat, off the heat, on the heat, off the heat, and he just the whole entire process of making scrambled eggs is work. So You're the, sitting there the whole time. So I I it's crazy. I've and never my, seen my scrambled that. eggs fucking through the roof. I've never seen him do that and I never knew that to be a thing. So when I make scrambled eggs, I do the same thing. I put the pan, butter, you gotta have butter in scrambled eggs. Oh, butter. Yeah. butter, I whisk the eggs. If I have heavy cream or like uh, half and half, I put that, mm -hmm. whip them up, whatever. When I throw them in, whatever, I'm, I usually use like a wooden spoon or wooden something. And the whole time that they're on the heat, I always leave them on the heat. I keep it high because the kids, I want them done fast. Yep. But the whole time I'm just like too. this. The whole time. Oh yeah, blast Last and I, but I'm whipping whip it. it the whole time, like in the in the pan. The only difference is, he periodically takes it off, off the heat, keeps whipping, keeps whipping, puts it on the heat, and then, so basically you just slow cook these eggs to the point where they're just fluffy. And, I, I mean, I hit mine with a little bit of Lowry's, and oh, dude, it's you know what's amazing to me that I can never. I used to work the omelet station at this restaurant. My first job down here was the downtowner. 20 years ago. You, you worked at an omelet station? Yeah, so. Oh, dude, that's fun. When they were like, oh, we're having Sunday brunch, you know, who wants to do the omelet station? None of the guys want to do it. I'm like, fuck it. I'll do it. And I couldn't even the cook as, as well as I. the omelet station. I could never, I at the time, I couldn't cook like as well as I do now. And I'm, not that I'm great, but, but I'm like, fuck it, I'll do it. And they give you everything. It's all there. Little egg, you know, bacon, so put it all in. And I would, you know, get the little thing, flip it, and that's it. But, one thing is like the, I think it's the French omelet. You ever see like a, when you make a, a proper omelet, you can have no brown mm -hmm. whatsoever. Right. Like when I make omelets here for Brittany or whatever, they're always brown. I can't fucking, or if you're making like a frittata, it's, it's always brown. It's like a little pocket that they do. Yeah, but it, brown means burnt. Yeah, brown, brown is no good. But like a French omelet, like if you could, and I, I feel like a lot of big chefs when they interview people or whatever to work for them, the, the, the one of the, 
they, like, if you're going for a regular qu- uh, regular interview, they ask you questions. Here, like, make me an omelet. If your omelet has any brown on it, you're not getting the fucking job. Right. So it's like, and I could never fucking do it. Even at the, I mean, at the downtown, I was close, but like, I can't do it here. I don't know why. That's one thing that's like intriguing. How to make an omelet where it's just all yellow. Yeah. And like fluffy and nice. It's very hard. It's uh, I mean, th- these people are like trained by Michelin fucking chefs, right? But it's it's knowing what to keep the heat at in order to get it that way, right? You ever see that movie with Bradley Cooper? Um, where he's a chef. No, I don't think I watched that one. It's actually. It's, I don't think I've watched any of the chef movies. It's a little. It's weird, but I mean, if you you would you would like it because you could you can relate to that. You know how they think. Mm-hmm. So he was this uh, this washed up chef, and he was only washed up because. I think he was in France or Europe or wherever. They had this, uh, once a year, they had this rating where people would come in secretly and order, you know, it could be a two-top, three-top, whatever, and order certain things, and then they would rate you. And if you scored well, you know, you were you were the guy. And if you didn't, so he, he was drunk, fucked something up years back, or he was working on the line for a guy and fucked something up because he was drunk, and then washed up and then five years or whatever years later he came back and he wanted to get the blue chip rating whatever the fuck it's called so the guy that he fucked up for this black dude in the movie came and worked for him on the line and he was like listen i apologize you know i was fucked up i'm in a better place but this rating is the end all be all like if you don't get it or somebody screws you on it it's like they fucked your mother and you know about it it's like the worst of the worst yeah so he finally, he gets a chance to uh, get rated as the head chef and everything is going fucking swimmingly. And the guy that's on his line as a sous chef, this black dude that he screwed over the first time, dumps all this fucking salt in something. And all the food goes out. And the, you see everywhere they're like, you know, sweat bullets as they're eating it. They knew what was going on. And it comes back and they were like, uh, with a rating and they were like, they, they hated it. They didn't touch it, whatever. So Bradley Cooper's like, what the fuck? What do you mean? Everything was perfect, right? He's looking at him and he's like, everything's perfect, right? If it's not perfect, you threw it out. I trained you. They're like, yeah, everything's good. So Bradley Cooper takes a bite and he puts it in his mouth. He's like, what the fuck? The salt. And he looks over. He's like, who cooked this? The black guy's like, that was for Paris, motherfucker.